going on, Nate Freeman? Good morning, Ben. Oh, it's not a morning anymore. <laughs> no, it is not. How's the East Village treating you today? Uh, it's treating me slightly less well than it did around 9 p.m. last night when we were on a rooftop eating not fondue, but but something similar to fondue, which is cheese. And cheese? Not but something similar to schnapps, which is a lot of tequila. I mean, a really deadly amount of tequila and these sort of like sweet margarita things that your friend uh, uh, George was mixing up. I know. Uh, I drank too many of those. Uh, Samesies. But successful shindig, I would say. It was beautiful. So uh, to give a little context, usually this time of year, we'd be in Basel and Basel would be wrapping up. <laughs> and you and a couple of friends have hosted, what, six or seven annual fondue parties? Yeah, we've hosted six fondue dinners at the same restaurant, the Elsbeth and Stubley. It's a very modest uh, uh, traditional Swiss restaurant in Basel, not one of the fancy places where most of the galleries had their dinners, but just truly like a Basel staple for the people, really. And, uh, you know, we've become very friendly with the owners and had this great party every year. And unfortunately, this is the second year in a row that we haven't been able to do it for obvious reasons. And uh, we just missed it. So we, yeah, you know, honestly, you know, Nate, I've never made it to your fondue dinner because you always uh, leave I, before. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not staying in Basel until Friday. I'm an adult, bro. Come on now. I know, but but the dealers have to stay, and so and the writers have to stay. So it's kind of like a nice mix of just like sort of you know art writers and and dealers and you know the occasional collector who stays in town or artist who happens to have a project in town. You know, it's a really fabulous mix of people. Uh, it is a very, very cool thing, though I've never been. But this year, you did it on a beautiful rooftop in the East Village. The weather was perfect. It was a glorious oh. event. Uh, definitely a little bit too much of the tequila. I didn't yes. eat any of. I ate none of the cheese. Although I did have a couple bites of a pizza that someone brought at a certain extent. But things are a little fuzzy around the edges. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I think I also had a slice of pizza, but you know, maybe I didn't. Who knows? Yeah, just, there wasn't. There was no dinner for me, and honestly, I woke up feeling like a skinny legend. Wow, look at you. Well, yeah. I played Buck Hunter with a bunch of people at Mona's afterward and actually cleaned up. I actually was just crushing it at Buck Hunter. I don't know how good you are at Buck Hunter. Somehow I'm extremely good. Uh, I guess it's your hunting background, your outdoorsman lifestyle right. that you certainly. grew up with. <laughs> certainly that. Yeah. <laughs> never, um, you know, I've never shot a gun in my life. Have you shot a gun? I have shot a handgun, yes. No, not no. in anger. Not in anger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not not really my thing, I gotta be honest. Yeah. I mean I I, I try it out at one of the there's like gun ranges in the city, right? Like where's there, there... I, I know of one in New Jersey. I, I I'm sure there is one in the city. You know, we're not really a gun forward town. No. Uh, <laughs> unless you're a criminal, you're not allowed to have a gun in New York City, basically. Yeah. Or a cop, but all cops are criminals, so there you go. I think my there you go. I think my statement stands. Um not a big not a big two A town and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> seems like seems like we have we we, we get enough violence going we on. We have no problems without legal guns. Yeah. Um. <coughs> anyway, what, what's going on in the art world? I, I went to some openings yesterday. You did? What did you go see? I saw uh, Antoine Sardin's show at Gogosian, which really fantastic, really great. Like, I'm on my way to see it as soon as, this, as soon as I get this edited and online. I uh, it was, I'm meeting I'm meeting up there. I'm excited to go see it. It was by far the most electric scene and an opening that I've witnessed since, you know, March, 2020. Uh, uh, I heard there was a line true or false. There's a long line that, that I did not wait in. And this, is at, and, this is at nine, and this is at 980 Madison, right? No, this was at 24th street. Oh shit. Okay. I have to get down to 24th street. 
Damn. Yeah, dude, oh my God. I just saved your ass. Dude. Yes, you dude, did. You would have been yes, up by did. the Carlisle. Damn. The podcast just keeps delivering things, uh, fruitful things into my life. <laughs> the the joy never stops. Um, you know, there's a ton. There's a ton of press on, on Antoine on the show leading up to the opening. I definitely saw a feature in the Times yesterday got, in the print edition. He got the full fucking spread there. He got the full arts and leisure cover. Pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know him, but he is a stylish man. That guy can dress. Yeah. Uh, and, it lo- and it looks like he has some good taste in art as well. Uh, and came off, I think, really well in the article just talking about trying to make, you know, it's all it's all fine and well if galleries, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, are, are selling in so much popularity uh, of work by artists of color. But what does that really mean if the audience for that work isn't as diverse as the artist showing it? And exactly. I know that's something he's really trying to change um, change up. And I think that's like a valid point and, and it seems like he's uh, he's doing the Lord's work. Absolutely. It's just, it's working. It's not a gimmick. It's It's real. Um, cool. I'm stoked to go see that. Um, what else is going on in the art world? You dropped a column late last I night. Did. Uh, for those, you know, the 12 of us that can still figure out how to read it. <laughs> um, and, uh, you, you get, you get some, uh, some pretty juicy stuff this week. The first one is, uh, I mean, I kind of have a bone to pick with you about it, but, uh, but I'll let go, you set up. You have it. Well, I'll let, you, I'll let you set up what the item's about if you have it in front of you, uh, on the, the new Basquiat show that's coming up in 2022. Well, it's, it's, it's basically just sort of uh, analyzing how the, uh, the market has sort of like has its uh, uh, talons in uh, what is, was billed as a very, you know, audience first, you know, populist Bosco show that's opening next year at the Starrett Lehigh building. Um, the family has made a big to do about how, there are hundreds of drawings and paintings they've never been seen before, and they want to, you know, give Basquiat to the people. But there's some stuff going on in the background, you know, like Super Blue is producing it, and Super Blue, well, not a, not officially tied to Pace, is essentially Pace. It's founded by Pace's president, Mark Lemcher. They work on the same address. You know, they have they share staff, um, and then Phillips is also a sponsor, and Phillips has a long relationship with. Them the Boscott family, specifically through Scott Nussbaum, who has arranged for a number of consignments of very important Boscott works from the family. So while the sisters maintain that nothing is for sale, there's a lot going on in the background of this show. Yeah, I mean, sure. The reason people sponsor things in general is uh, is to try and get some... Uh is to try and get some access uh, to whatever it is, be it, uh, and so I don't, I don't take a, a bone to with that. I just, you know, from what I understand, we'll have to see the show, and I could be totally wrong, uh, but I've supposed to my understanding that most of the good works have been sold off by the estate. So we'll see how many A plus examples are going to hang in this right. exhibition. I'm not saying that that there's going to be like ten things here that are going to be as good as flexible or something, which is the pretty incredible work that the family sold a few years back, uh, but. These are still Basquiat's, and like yeah, but, see, the, but the, there's no dust heads hiding in their closet. No, but, but 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 you know, a mediocre Basquiat can go for for seven figures now. Like, like okay, easy, that's true. You know? That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and is now when it says is Super Blue sponsoring it, uh, or are they actually producing the exhibition? So they're they're officially producing the exhibition. So they're 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 using all their really fan, fancy, you know, uh, expertise that goes into making a team lab show, or whatever the fuck they do. Uh, like. Yeah, forgive my uh, relative uh, ignorance about the nuances of what Super Blue is, 
But um, whatever the fuck they do, they're doing it for this show. But the same well, it seems time, it seems like they have. A, I mean, uh, listen, I also have no need to pay money to go into a rain room. But it seems like they're probably pretty good exhibition designers, and their back end systems for managing uh, ticketing and crowds and that kind of stuff um, right. is probably first of all. And my guess is there's going to be a gift shop. I'd be highly surprised I'm if there sure wasn't a gift shop. Have. Now, is this is this a for profit exhibition? Are they going to be charging uh, admissions fees? Yeah, yeah, they they are charging admission fees. But, but the reality is you can choose any number of production companies to, to, to put this in together. And they specifically chose Super Blue, uh, like, which has never really done an outside exhibition before like this. Mm-hmm. But it's you also know. just, and also, you know, it's only a year and a half old as an entity. And, right. uh, you know, only less than two months old as a, as a going concern that actually has things in the world that they've produced. Uh-huh. My, guess is this, my guess is that doing shows like this could be an additional revenue stream for them beyond, you know, rain rooms and whatever else they do. Yeah, I mean, certainly they're, they're looking at stuff like this. I mean, I think this is going to be bonanza of a hit, this show. I think everyone's going to go, you know, it's the Sarah Lehigh building is literally on the High Line. And, like, it's going to funnel people in there. Um, and so everyone involved is going to make money. So I understand the, the desire to, to just like be close to the sun here. Yeah, sorry, I was being distracted by one of my children. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be it'll be an interesting thing. I I am a little suspicious of a anyone closing any that much of a closer relationship with the family, and or if that pays off, uh, and or if it isn't just kind of this exhibition is in a little bit of a cash grab. Um, but God bless yeah. them. And uh, and you also have some upstate news where you clearly uh, have a have a pony in this race. Uh, uh, so your boosterism of upstate continues. You got a nice little item of special aesthetic and uh, commercial art gallery options up in that part of the world. What's going on up there? Yeah, well, a bunch of, uh, of our favorite galleries are going in on um, purchasing a large... Uh, space that was formerly a, a college in Claverack, New York. And this is a Claverack's a small town, about 10 minutes outside of Hudson, which has always been like a sort of, uh, you know, upstate hub for, um, you know, day trippers from the city, but also, you know, artists and uh, dealers who have either second homes or their primary homes. Um, we re- recall Marina Bromovic was going to open her big fancy whatever yep. thing there. Yep. And, uh, you know, Rufus Wainwright like lived in, in Hudson forever. You know, it's just, it's just got that vibe. Um, so I think that rather than you know try to get a tiny little space in the Hamptons, you know, like on Newton Lane, like you can get an enormous, crazy old like you know college and turn it into an exhibition space and storage space upstate. And yeah, maybe it's not as like I don't know, uh, bejeweled. I- Territory as the hand, I, but like, I, I, cu- I couldn't see the, the images in yours, but it, I, I think I know this property because I think I took a look at it uh, for a potential other kind of acquisition. Um, and it looked like it had it needed some work. And I think you yeah. have the same thing. Yeah, it needs some work. But, you know, they're not turning the whole thing into like a museum. They can just like, you know, fix up like a few of the rooms downstairs and turn that into an exhibition space. And I think the plan is to open in the fall. So there's some time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very cool space, and that is a very cool very thing, cool. and uh, and more stuff to, to to do up that way. It was interesting as you reported Mexico City up up in uh, connected in there with these very Tribeca specific gallerists, mm-hmm. um, but they oh, obviously have a 
Yeah, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. And, uh, you know, get the end the Upstate Art Weekend. You know, the one thing Upstate's missing is there's not quite as many moneyed folks that, uh, no, that, there spend their, that spend their leisure time there somewhere like Aspen or the Hamptons or Monaco. Right. And I think no one's really claiming that. I think they're just hoping that people will come up from the city for, like, a day trip. There is so much to do up there, and I think that, that collectors do go up, you know, even just to go to be a beacon for, like, a few hours, you know. Like, there, there are magazinos up there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know. magazine is fantastic. There's, there's, some, there's, some, there's some great stuff. Um, the um, yeah. uh, the sculpture, uh, the outdoor sculpture park, um, Omni Art Omni, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, which yep. actually Jack, Jack Jack Zach Foyer was running, but he just announced this week that he was stepping down. As I'm not sure what his exact position one. He's an either director or artistic director or something like that. Yeah, and Zach's starting something new. Unfortunately, I don't really have the details, but those will come out in the next few weeks. So Zach is still doing another project upstate. So so. There's going to be something else, too. I just don't really know exactly what it is. Zach was being coy about it. I'm sure you can weasel it out of him. You're pretty good. Uh, Look look to next week's wet paint uh, or something. Probably. Um, And then, uh, as always, pop quiz. I I, I can't see the images from the pop quiz, but I noticed that last week's was was, uh, a picture of Jonah Hill in front of an artwork. Who turned you on to this image of of Jonah standing in front of this Will (laughs) Bull fan? Nate? (laughs) Well, yeah, I appreciate the, uh, the 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 pop quiz hat tip, man. That was that was indeed you. Okay, come on. I, I you know my ego really needs constant, constant care. I know, meeting, bro. Um, I like to see my name in print, and and since I'm banned from actually participating in the quiz now, that's the only way I'm going to get there. All right. Well, let the record state that 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 Benjamin Godsell tipped me off to this week's pop quiz. I'm sorry that I didn't bring in the column, bro. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm just z- z- zipping through here the rest of your column. Uh, I love this, uh, the picture of uh, Patrick Drahey, the, um, the owner of Sotheby's car. Amazing, uh, right? Uh, with, with, the, the, with the license plates reading, yes, boss. Um, <laughs> really intense, you know, especially considering there's been, some would argue, a fair amount of turnover in the ranks of Sotheby's recently. Right. That's a real, right. real ballsy, real ballsy move. <laughs> the guy just does not give a fuck. Like clearly, I mean, he installed his son to run the Asia operation. So, like, so some French dude is twenty two white dudes like heading up Asia. Like, this guy does not care if like he's looked at as being nepotistic or like you know mean or something. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna park his SUV like just in Mayfair. For all the tea, but it, you know, it's funny. It wasn't. It wasn't that fancy a car. It was like a. I, I don't have any friends. Like a Rover or something like that. Yeah. It, it like wasn't. The, you know. You would think it would be rocking like a Bentley or, or one of those those new Rolls Royce SUVs or something. Very understated. Yeah. yeah uh, meanwhile, considering the yeah. George Condo is at Ultra Paradiso with his Bentley, just like chilling. Incredible detail. Incredible detail. Thank you for bringing that up. Condo loves nice things. That guy loves nice things. The man has taste. I'm not sure for those for those old school folks out there might remember Adam Kimmel when he was a, when he was a clothing designer. He's now a fairly prominent collector of contemporary art. Uh, but one of his fashion presentations was all men's tailored menswear. He often used artists in his lookbooks, people like Nate Lohman and uh, Adam McEwen. But one of his one of his shows was a it was set as a casino, and everyone was wearing his tuxedos and suits and masks that had been designed by George Kondo to resemble one of his uh, his more grotesque figures, and it was pretty That's incredible. Right. Yeah, oh, well, I, I, honestly, better yeah. than any better than any painting I've seen by him it, for me. <laughs> Lord, as an aesthetic and cultural experience, anyway. Um, that's about it that I caught from the column. Anything uh, Anything else you want to touch on that I skipped over? Lots of yeah, good tidbits in here. 
that was that's basically it. I mean, like you know, what else is going on in the art world? Is there anything happening this week that you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, Wednesday, there is. Wednesday the, seems to be like it's, a, it's going to be an historic day. Like, yeah, we like, get we get the, you get the Hugh Hayden opening. Uh, yeah. uh, listen along with um uh, uh along with the great painter who I own the work by and. Van uh, thank you, Van Hanos, um, mm-hmm. and all sorts of other stuff going on there. Um, yeah. There were a couple other small little things happening. Uh, I mean, the interesting tidbit in this uh, in from your from your website, not behind the paywall, about uh, Damien Hurst, actually from originally sourced by the art newspaper about da- the yeah. uh, kind of convoluted uh, uh, amount of loans and different entities that fe- ch- channeled uh, government money, UK government money, to Damien Hurst, various companies. But my favorite tidbit um, actually from from this was uh, was actually about his son. If I can uh, pull up here, this great Dude. sentence: Her son Cassius, who customizes trainers, which is British speaker sneakers, <laughs> was also made a director of both companies this month. I did go and hunt down Cassius's Instagram. It looks it's exactly amazing. what you would think Damien so her son's Instagram looks like. <laughs> I encourage you all to go check it out before he moves it yeah. to private. This guy fucks. This guy's so cool. Right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm surprised he's not like out there into like NFTs. Don't think he'd have like big crypto holdings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy seems like yeah, the coolest dude in fucking like like hacking, like chopping it up, just like and uh, and the Times also uh, reported on something that if you had been listening to Note to Ben, you would have known about any number of weeks ago. Is that uh, Los Angeles is having a gallery weekend? It will be from July twenty eighth through August first, and I that will be shit like five months ago. Yeah, but, there's no. I don't see job. your name in this time New York thing. Times. Good yeah. job. Wow. You did. Uh, Bravo, and uh, that will run concurrently with our with friend of the pod, uh, Mills Moran, and his buddies, uh, Felix Art Fair at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something to look forward to. I have booked a ticket. I am going to go. Even though I, you know, I join, I kind of honestly join the art world because it runs on an academic calendar, and I feel a little bit chafed at having to work uh, Dude, we, uh, we to, in July and August. Podcast poolside at the Roosevelt. Like this is going to be the, it'll be the best pod ever. We'll see. We're still fighting over some of the items in my rider, so let's see if they can get those green M and M's. And oh, and this actually, this this did catch my eye. So there's been all this reporting on Hunter Biden's uh, paintings, uh, which I don't really care about and haven't read anything about, other than that they're pricing them up to five hundred thousand dollars, which seems at face ridiculous to me. And uh, uh, Walter Schaub, uh, who is a big critic of President Trump's ethics issues and is the former director of the U.S. Uh, Office of Government Ethics under Obama um, noted that he thinks that these these art sales seem uh, a little bit grifty because uh, what's not to say that someone couldn't buy an overpriced painting by Hunter Biden for half a million bucks as some sort of way to try and exert influence on Hunter's <laughs> father, the president of the United States. This doesn't seem crazy to me. This seems no, it plausible, doesn't. right? This, yeah, I mean, like, like I agree with with fucking you know Fox News on this one. Like, there's some grifty shit going on. Yeah, uh, super <laughs> suspicious. I know we've like I mean, enjoyed enjoyed talking about him, and and you've enjoyed writing about his exploits in the Lower East Side over the years. But uh, I would, I would, I would nip this one in the bud. I feel Mostly like the, is yeah. the post going to put this on the cover? I want the post to put like Hunter's paintings on the cover. Like that should be the wood. Like this is like so easy. Like um, they, like they love reporting on Hunter, a shady Hunter stuff. But just like I mean, maybe when maybe when they listen, to, maybe when Richard Johnson listens to the podcast this afternoon, he'll have the totally. idea to write a big, write a big article about it. There we go. There we go. What up, Rich? Right. How, you, how you doing, Dick? Yeah. Um, and uh, all right, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I I now realize that I have like forty minutes less time than I thought I did because I have to get to yeah. Chelsea. So I'm gonna try and get this edited online, and we'll talk to the people next week. Note to Bene out. Note to Bene out.